Um, that's great. Names are important. Your name is important. How did you get your name? It's interesting how the giving of names varies from parent to parent and culture to culture. Uh, apparently in Laupi and Zam's culture, it's the family that name the child. The wider family, uncles and aunts and, and cousins and things like that. Which I guess is fine as long as you get on well with your family. Because if you don't, you don't know what your child is going to be called. Some parents have the name sorted out well before the baby is born. Months before, as soon as they know the gender, you have a name for the child. Others wait for the child to be born to see what it looks like before naming the child. Apparently, I was named because my aunt visited me and my mum two days after I was born. And the aunt came in and looked at me and she said, Oh, yeah, he looks like a Trevor. And I'm thinking, what does a Trevor look like after two days? You know, cries, you know, poops. Yeah, that's a Trevor. Yeah. Others struggle with a name because they're incredibly indecisive. Our daughter Hannah was nameless for at least two weeks. Then she became Rebecca for three days, and eventually she became Hannah. Now, I think this must have traumatized her. You know, I can imagine her uh, going to counseling. You know, I just didn't know who I was for the longest time. I was Rebecca, and then I was nameless, and now I'm Hannah. Who am I? Why is the naming process so important? Because you carry that name with you for the rest of your life. You become associated with that name. And names can say a lot about you. Perhaps your parents, I don't know, maybe they did some research on your name before they gave you a name because it had a particular meaning. We did that with our four kids. Amy means greatly loved. Hannah means God, uh, oh, full of God's grace. Sam, Samuel means uh, God hears. And Bethany means town of bread. <laughs> I, think, I think we dropped the ball on that one, but it, we just like the name. But Linda, my wife Linda, the name means beautiful. How apt. The name Trevor Trev, our name means sprawling settlement. <laughs> How apt. <laughs> Philip means highly intelligent, witty, and handsome. Yes. How ironic. <laughs> Kim Kim, as we heard, means overflowing perfection. Isn't that lovely? Laupi's name means faithful, trustworthy king. King, your majesty. Zam means a vine that is trustworthy. 
Names are important. Names are personal. You are known and identified by your name. I mean, imagine a world when there were, if there were no names. It would be so confusing. People know you by your name. But listen. Here's the thing. Here's the most startling and amazing truth. Not only do other people know your name, God knows your name. Did you know that? The God of the universe, the creator God, the living God, the almighty God, the God who holds heaven's and earth in his hands, the God who came to earth in bodily form to live, die, and raise again, that God knows your name. He knows my name. He knows Kim Kim's name. We're not, oi, you over there. We're not, what's his name? We're not thingy to God. We're Jeff. We're Yu Ming. We're Sherilyn. Trevor, to God. Isn't that amazing? Hang on to your hats because there's more. This is what God says through his prophet Isaiah. He said this. Now this is what the Lord says. He who created you, O Jacob, he who formed you, O Israel, Jacob and Israel, that's us. Do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. God knows our name. Not in a distant, detached sort of way, but in a personal, intimate sort of way. He not only knows our name, he knows us. He knows all about us. He knows all of our thoughts, our ways, fears, dreams, worries, loves, and hates. He knows all of your weird habits. He knows all of your mannerisms and flaws. How does he know all that about us? Because as it says, he created us. He formed us. One of the most intimate and personal passages of scripture is found in Psalm 139. And this is how Eugene Peterson (coughs) describes it in the message. He says this, oh yes. You shaped me first inside, then out. You formed me in my mother's womb. I thank you, high God. You're breathtaking. Body and soul, I'm marvelously made. You know me inside and out. You know every bone in my body. You know exactly how I was made, bit by bit. How I was sculpted from nothing into something. Like an open book, you watch me grow from conception to birth. All the stages of my life were spread out before you. I'm an open book to you, even from a distance. You know what I'm thinking. You know when I leave and when I get back, I'm never out of your sight. You know everything I'm going to say before I even start the first sentence. I look behind me, and you're there. Then up ahead, and you're there, too. 
your reassuring presence coming and going. This is too much. <laughs> too wonderful. I can't take it all in. Isn't that beautiful? God knows us intimately. This means that we're special to him. In all of our imperfection and messiness and with all our worries and fears, we matter to God because we're his handiwork. Do you remember that, that those who uh, kids have grown up now, um, when they're little, kids draw you pictures, don't they? Do you remember that? And I remember one time coming home from work and Amy ran up to me and she had this piece of paper in her hand and she said, Dad, Dad, I've drawn you a picture. And I looked at it and it, was, it wasn't much like this, but it was uh, similar. It was just a load of scribbles, colorful scribbles. And I looked at it and I said, oh, what is it? <laughs> and she looked at me and she said, it's you. And I said, oh, yeah, I see it now. Look, that's my head. And she said, no, it's not. It's your leg. I said, oh, is it? But she was so proud. She was so proud of this picture, this messy picture. Why? Because she made it. It was her handy work. She took time over it. And that, you know, that's how God feels about us when he looks at us. You know, I, I don't know. I, I just, I see God maybe saying to the angels up in heaven, he said, look, look, that's Trevor. That's Trevor down there. And the angel's going, oh, he doesn't look much. He's a bit messy, isn't he? Oh, dear. And God says, yeah, yeah, he is, though. He's special. Because he's mine. Because he's mine. God knows our name. He knows us intimately because he created us. But hang on. As the great Burnaby theologian Michael Bublé once said... The best is yet to come. Jesus calls us by name to himself. He calls us to himself so that we can know and experience the deep, deep love and care of our Father. Jesus tells us in John's Gospel that he's the good shepherd and he calls his sheep by name and leads them out. He calls out. He says, Oi, Laura, come here. Come here. Chris, come here. Come here. Jeff, come here. Come here. I want to show you the life I have for you. Come here. I want you to experience the deep, deep love 
I have for you. Come and experience that. He calls us by name. But here's the thing. We have to respond and come to him. One of the best things about being a parent as little kids and and Laufey and uh, Zam will get there when Kim Kim starts walking. But when you sort of stand away from them and you open up your arms and you say, come to daddy. And this little kid with a huge beam on their face, their little legs tottering, they come charging towards you with their arms out like that. And then when they come close enough, you go, Isn't that lovely? Isn't that lovely? This is what happens when we respond to God, calling our name. We become safe. The rest of the passage in Isaiah says this. When you're in over your head, I'll be there for you. When you're in rough waters, you will not go down. When you're between a rock and a hard place, it won't be a dead end because I'm your God, your personal God, the Holy of Israel, your Savior. I paid a huge price for you. That's how much you mean to me. That's how much I love you. I'll sell off the whole world to get you back. Trade the creation just for you. So don't be afraid. Your name is important. God knows your name. He formed you. He knows you intimately. You are his and he calls you. Come to me, he says. Come to me and know the love I have for you. Come to me and experience life. Come to me. Come to me. I wonder this morning if we ought to be like that little kid. Running to our father in heaven. Arms open. He knows us so well. Let's pray. I think there's lots of us this morning that are yearning and craving for the love of Jesus, that love and security and comfort of Jesus, the life that Jesus offers. I don't know, maybe some of us are anxious this morning. Maybe some of us are fearful. Maybe some of us are confused. Maybe some of us are grieving. And we need to know that we are loved and cared for. And Jesus calls us out this morning. Calls our name this morning. Father, I thank you. I thank you that you're a God that's not distant. I thank you that you're a God who knows us, that you formed us, you created us, you know everything about us, and you love us so much that you gave everything for us. So, Father, I pray for those of us this morning that are feeling lost, that are feeling confused, that are feeling anxious. Father, would 
you call our name and remind us that we're loved. And Father, would you help us to come to you? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.